How'd your MRI go, Joe? Uh, I was. Uh, you didn't hear about this. I was <laughs> Too really. Squirmy? I was really brave. <laughs> oh, you were brave. Did they give you something? Yeah, I thought everyone would be talking about this today. Honestly, I didn't check. I didn't check the paper today. Uh, but yeah, I was really brave. <laughs> Tell me, a medical professional did not call you a twenty-something man brave <laughs> for no. laying still in a thing. Uh, it's slightly. I heard it's. I heard it's kind of. They I'm put, a little claustrophobic. Did they put so your I head didn't. in it for? I also didn't have. I went in uh, waist deep. Yeah, you were saying MRI. Stick your leg so. in that big loud magnet. It's a big. It is oh, loud. you didn't have to have your upper in there. Not really, but nice. I, I couldn't see shit with the mask on and everything, but mm. you know, I, I, I assume people would know. The Reagan mask that you wear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have health insurance, so he's been getting that uh, <laughs> that presidential <laughs> discount. <laughs> Mr. President, please. <laughs> yeah. Step this way. He's got a tab running from when he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a life hack. Who needs insurance when you have a one Ronald Reagan mask? <laughs> Uh, no, I was real brave, and uh, they, they asked what genre of music that you want to listen to. I panicked and said jazz, uh, and... Uh, oh, you asshole. Sounds stressful. What, what was I supposed <laughs> to say? I don't know. Jazz stresses me out. Oh, Too okay. unpredictable. Mm. You never know where it's going to go. I know. I literally knew every single song they played. <laughs> well, this is like Pandora, right? It was, if you yeah, type it was, jazz, is it going to be it like... It was. Yeah, you know what's fucked up is they didn't... Tell me they didn't have the ads. They had the ads. Jesus I had to listen to fucking Christ. ads while that in the MRI. So like, you can't swing for the... You can't swing for the fucking How much premium? is that MRI bill? <laughs> <laughs> and they can't I don't fork think out $8 a month? Yeah. It's insane. Brutal. I, like, I don't know if it was like the technician's personal Pandora or something, but like fucking... I, I'm in there for 30 minutes lying perfectly still oh, like, an, like a brave little angel. <laughs> and yeah, if uh, the listeners are worried about why I was having an MRI, I don't have gout. <laughs> Which is was the number one concern <laughs> based on what we were going to say and do to him if he did. I don't. I was so worried. When Cosmo brought up the possibility that it could be gout that I'm experiencing... <laughs> It would became my primary anxiety. Just did not. Please, I don't mean, those gout. commercials always make the gout look like the secret of the ooze from Ninja Turtles too. <laughs> right. Well, it is a like buildup of uh, like a lot of gut research. It's a lot of ooze. It, it is a buildup of uric acid, usually at your foot, but it can happen in the knee, which is where I've been experiencing pain. Yeah. Uh, but as Cosmo reminded me earlier today, I was shot in that knee. <laughs> last yeah, month. it's an old war injury. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they kept asking, like, did anything happen to you that would have caught that would have triggered this and i was like no nothing You're like oh i was up for the olympic figure skating position <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> not everyone was happy about it <laughs> oh that's yeah so no no real news except that you might need surgery no i have news do you want me to share it on the yeah podcast? well i mean if you're comfortable well, i thought you didn't have news because earlier i asked what's up and you were like i don't really know <laughs> oh no no that's you that was you actually not listening i think i mean if you're the one to disclose it i think this is 
fine with HIPAA, right? You can, you can share your <laughs> yeah, own. We're going to have your doctor on if you want to <laughs> you won't tell. I'm not allowed to say anything about my doctor, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that how this works? No matter I'm very how cute he is. You can make fun of uh, his clothes, right? Yeah, he's dressed like a fucking doctor. He's, that's temporary. He's under that. I will <laughs> that coat. My doctor had a shadow when I d- did my visit with him. You know how doctors... Like intern. What do, you, what do you have, one big spotlight in the room? What do you mean a <laughs> like shadow? Oh, okay, okay. I truly was like, <laughs> I know, what? I was really confused. Wow. They did shadow puppets <laughs> yeah. to keep my mood up. <laughs> Adam just went off against literal-minded people that literally <laughs> forgot... Uh, yeah, he had like a shadow who was basically like doing like a pen and teller bit with him because the doctor was doing all the talking and he was just nodding his head really vigorously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I get it. He, he didn't have anything to say. Yeah. He was still learning the ropes and everything, but he was just, you know, like, mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah so that your knee does hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so your knee hurts. Yeah. Uh, as I told Cosmo and his reading comprehension, mm, we'll give it another test some other time. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need some surgery for this. Okay. But, but, what, I mean, but what is it? arthroscopic skirt surgery on my knee. It's a torn meniscus exterior. It is a meniscus. <laughs> this is just somebody in the audience. How'd you it, tear it? You doing a lot of, is it from pivoting? <laughs> you doing a lot of pivots? Yeah, I was changing my positions too much, they said. Mm. They said I need to be more stead sta- <laughs> in my way. The yeah, number it, of times Joey head fakes is, uh, <laughs> yeah. is kind of concerning. You can't I, see all the lateral movements he's doing on the podcast. I just, uh, I liked, it, it's sort of the art of comedy is to make someone think you're going one way and then juke the other. <laughs> yeah. And I take that very literally. It would suck if this was a stage injury. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I have no idea what it, what, what I get to tear this. You and but. Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah, it's from pacing so much too problem. much. Do you think Dane Chris Cook Rock ever, too? Do you think Dane Cook ever walked off of like one of those smaller stages he had to perform on? <laughs> you know, you oh, get like one of those like club stage, like comedy on stage. There's kind not, of smaller not very stage. Big, yeah. You see, I mean, if you had that arena stage, would you guys like <laughs> pace? That's like half a mile. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen Mulaney use it? It almost it feels a little forced. Yeah. He's like running across the thing, and I'm like, you don't you can just, you know, not yeah. Bargazzi stands there and just destroys. Yeah, just stand there. <laughs> Bargazzi dude, Radio City. Does this no, interesting? Nothing, nothing that big. Yeah, but it's still City, pretty big. Radio City Music Hall is like the, the Rockettes performed there. Yeah, it's and for John, seventy two kicking women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. John Mulaney was like, I can be all of the Rockettes. Yeah, <laughs> and do my little jokes about my father. <laughs> Look, yeah. what do I know compared to John Mulaney? Ex- except uh, not doing cocaine is the way to go. <laughs> I think he knows that. He's learned. Yeah, yeah. He he's learned better than you have. I'd say that's true. Yeah, you might love it. <laughs> I, that's why I haven't yeah, done you it. You just love it. I know I'm gonna love it. You can't not. You can't hold back from doing things just because you know you're gonna love them, Adam. That's how. That's fear. That kind of feels like the most intelligent <laughs> yeah, <that's>, move. <laughs> I just realized I was trying to talk my friend into doing card drugs. Well, what is probably that? not a smart move? Yeah, it's just like that. I mean, that's why I don't do CBD. I'm like, if I like it even a little bit, now I'm paying sixty dollars a month. CBD, like CBD, CBD is, is nothing. CBD is such a different horse, buddy. You're not gonna get hooked on that shit. It barely does anything. I think no, it's but fake. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm like confident. It's I fake. mean, do you want to feel a little bit sleepy for five minutes? Maybe. Actually, as a guy that has trouble sleeping, yeah, but. I'm just saying well, then do it then. Do <laughs> what I'm saying is you just you don't try stuff that is really not gonna benefit you. I don't want to start shelling out a bunch of money for CBD now. This guy fucking buys but Indian, what, but won't get some <laughs> CBD. They make it so cheap. <laughs> it is honestly dirt cheap. CBD ain't shit, man. Doesn't do anything. Yeah. All right. Well then why are you telling me to get yeah, it? Yeah, but you're not you're not snorting it. <laughs> you're not injecting it like I am. Look, I could have used a hundred examples and you guys are really hung up on the one I picked. 
Well, that's just a dorky one to be afraid of. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> not afraid of it. I'm just saying. You're worried that. you'll like. You're scared you'll like it too much. I yeah, think and then I'll lose sixty bucks a month. <laughs> but it might help you sleep. That's like the thing too. But the placebo it have a benefit. There, there is like a placebo. I think the, there's a placebo effect. Yeah, sure. That would happen, and then I'd just be paying for placebo. Yeah. Sell me your own little juice, and I'll give you thirty a month, oh, and we'll both okay. save. <laughs> it does. I, I, I can come up with some, something to sell you. If that's <laughs> you know what <laughs> we're going for. Snake oil, buddy. <laughs> I think listeners of the podcast know that we're pretty square. That we don't do a lot of like hardcore drugs. We're Wisconsin At- guys. We just drink a lot. Adam being afraid of <laughs> CBD though might be <laughs> Jesus. Right. <laughs> you guys suck. Yeah. Spin in my words. I think Adam's just really you're you're, you're coming out across as a weenie today. Dude, I got edibles in natural right there. Have they been there for a long time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Months. Are like only two missing? Yeah. <laughs> How long can chocolate keep? I don't know. <laughs> chocolate? Ugh, good luck, buddy. It gets hot in this apartment. <laughs> Only when you're here. Yeah, now he's coming at you. Podcasting <laughs> okay, we, hard. We don't need to add him on his heels. Pivoting. <laughs> so, Try me, bitches. <laughs> Nimble. I'm, I'm not trying to come at your hot. <laughs> oh, he's taking off his jacket. <laughs> it's a sweatshirt, you idiot. <laughs> you try to fuck us up, man. <laughs> I doesn't know a sweatshirt from a jacket. Yeah, Let's fucking introduce <laughs> the podcast. Warm clothes. This is the American Journal of Illusions, <laughs> oh, you God. fucking turd. Oh, God. All right, I kind of like this energy. Really? <laughs> Joey don't know shit about warm clothes. Sometimes we're... Like, sometimes we're grumpy and sometimes we're just sad i like being angry at each other I like at each other's throats that's an energy i don't think we've played with here on the podcast well here we are yeah here dude. Am, we are we've been that mustache you evil little wench <laughs> <laughs> you know how wenches have a curl mustache yeah dude sure sure if they're evil enough <laughs> he said it so confidently i didn't even yeah, I was stop like, to question that he called me a wench <laughs> with a mustache <laughs> Hi, I'm Cosmo Domico, <laughs> terrified of my co-hosts. Mm-hmm. I'm Adam McShane. I'm going to win this fight. <laughs> Angry one. Oh, yeah. One-on-one, the three of us going at it right now. I don't think one on one, the three of us going at it. <laughs> one on one, one on one. Fine. <laughs> Fucking see, this is why this guy's gonna lose. He's obsessed with math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the three I of us had a, a three way fight, is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah, if we had a three way. If we had a three way, mm-hmm. there's no world in which Adam isn't the one that wins. That's called. A Wait, you mean stuff. physical or like verbal? Oh no, verbal like <laughs> oh, crush fuck you. Off. <laughs> That's what I was talking no, about. Verbal, I'd crush you. No, Dude. no. A physical fight, a confrontation between the three co-hosts of the American Journal of Losing. I podcast. would put you in an arm bar physically or verbally. I will oh, use wow. logic this to guy, twist your head off. And this, you, you're a white belt, dude. I've you're never gonna, heard you're you. gonna try to step into the dojo, pal. <laughs> this words, like, gonna try bar. using logic for the first time while sparring with me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fresh, fresh mind, untainted with <laughs> yeah, bad <dude>. habits. <laughs> there's no grooves. Adam has a perfectly smooth brain. Because <laughs> there's just been no grooves built into it. I'm saving my beginner's luck for a real yeah. heated debate. <laughs> Meanwhile, the grooves of my my brain plays like a record. <laughs> I think we rock if if Adam you suddenly became the type of guy that like people want to debate <laughs> like you know what i mean like if it were ben shapiro was just suddenly like debate me adam mcshane and oh, you had to go and do it i don't have hard enough opinions on anything yeah me neither man. Uh, all right i should i got hard opinions on i think things. if you were in front of ben Shit. shapiro he could pull you've some seen me drunkenly out. argue yeah. that i'd be good at softball i guess <laughs> yeah. i take it all back man my take on ben shapiro I and mean, there's not a woke take i've shared but with you before uh, my take on Ben Shapiro is I would, even if I did agree with him, I would never listen to a man that's that small. 
Well, it's it's. Is he pretty small? Oh, he's so but he, It's that he comes off so small too. Hey, uh, no, actually, no. I, I'll pick you up. I'm gonna throw you. I don't not, care it's what you're saying. That he's a short king. It's that he has such short like guy energy. He's like, so like, short, just spiritually. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he's just such a little guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would have to think that there's just like a like a slightly better looking guy saying the same stuff. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that you could agree with. You think so? Yeah. But apparently his rhetorical skills are just unmatched. I feel. It does feel like like the like conservatives just put the chips on him like too early and now they're just like well we can't pretend like he was bet wrong <laughs> like just doesn't seem i don't know i just can't imagine being like this is the guy who i'm listening to all the time and yeah it's like but i don't think anyone is i don't do people like li- like i don't listen oh, to I, his podcast or is he just kind of like a guy who like <laughs> wait does he have a podcast what is what that's, does he have <laughs> what what does he do i don't know i know the name that's something yeah why do we all know does anybody wait hold i don't on. know what he looks He's like the, editor of the daily those, wire right? so i get a lot of I, I get to see a lot of youtube videos destroying ben shapiro maybe no one actually watches his like content or whatever they just watch him get destroyed yeah maybe he exists purely as a straw man for people like me interesting wow you're getting uh. played I've been played by this little yeah, man, like a little like a little mandolin. Well, I must respect him now. He's so short, <laughs> <laughs> and yet he has toppled me, a mighty Goliath. Well, you heard it here first. Joey respects Ben Shapiro, but I, <laughs> I, I have a feeling he came in here with someone he does not respect or uh, respects in a slanted way. <laughs> oh, a slanted, yeah, our classic askew <laughs> version. Yeah, lovable loser, a l- hateable l- loser, l- most sly in between. I think we're gonna go. I think <laughs> we're gonna go. the eightfold path. I do. Think I think we're gonna flip back and forth on this loser today i think uh, uh i think we have a complicated figure in some shades of gray eh, not com- <laughs> complicated figure make it sound like i'm talking about like a war criminal or something we're talking about a, a- wait one of the least complicated issues <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> Uh, a war criminal that we're that we love okay well yeah you act like we don't live in a country where we idolize war figures <laughs> I mean, all the time fair uh no more just like a, a weird lady that's what we got Ooh. this week. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Don't a spinster? What's a spinster? That's an old lady. Well, she Just is old? Weird for never married. Is the spinning? Because she has a lot of hobbies. <laughs> what is the spinning? I think it's like like you just are you're old and unmarried, so you like literally are just like spinning at the yarn. Yeah. Oh, like, the like, loom. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Did you think it was like a top? You think it's like how old ladies are yeah. really into dreidels? Like a Tasmanian devil situation. <laughs> That's it. Step instead of making a mess. You're cleaning and baking. <laughs> I got some tunes to share with you guys today. Okay. Some music. You know I love to jam out to my tunes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's jam out to this one. All right. Uh, we'll, just, we'll just give it a little play, and then you guys tell me what you think about this. Pretty classical. Okay. This, this feels like oh Joey's getting a phone call. This is his ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like you would like walk in on me in, a, in like a wig doing this. <laughs> Can I put this as a text alert for my girlfriend? Just like, oh god. Yeah, dude. This is what chicks sound like. Probably don't do women losers. <laughs> Ooh, it's that's a rough one, it's right? That is Heidi a rough one. <laughs> it's very tinny for sure. Yeah. Okay, we got a, we got a little bit more. We all, I want to get to the I want to get to the, the big crescendo. Yeah, I'm gonna auto tune this in post. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the famous part. Everyone, she kind of gets that one right, right? Yeah, that's that again. Oh, she's singing this. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I, I even do, recognize yeah. it. Ooh. Ooh. It feels like this is a very hard thing to say. <laughs> yeah. And she is making that apparent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that was... You recognize the tune, as I assumed you would. It's pretty famous. Yeah. That's... uh. That's from the Magic Flute, Mozart, Dezuber Flutes. Okay. You're freaking fans of like that. You, we're, we're big opera heads here. We all know, we all, know all of the arias yeah. from Mozart's operas. I'm wearing so. two monocles. Six <laughs> monocles between the three of them. Ooh, a bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, that, oh, I saw yeah. that joke from my friend Carl Belmer, who came up with it when we were 16 years old. And mm. Next time, don't credit him. Okay. <laughs> we'll start actually stabbing the limitation. The rate yeah. that he's listening to these episodes, he's not going to get to this for years. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was uh, the Queen of the Night aria uh, from the Magic Flute. Uh, piano accompaniment by a man named Cosme McMoon. Wow. Don't worry. Wow. We will- it's like if uh, us two got together and <laughs> squirted out a <laughs> moon. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. We will get to that strange man in a second. Cosme McMoon. And the singing was done by a 70-year-old soprano named Florence Foster Jenkins. Sure. You okay. guys know. I it. do know. I think I better I suggest think this, this I think one. this one was one of yours, yeah. the original, the OG stretch document. Back when we didn't even know what this podcast was going to be about. Yeah, dude. We thought it was going to be about winners. <laughs> I thought it was going to be about winners in the business space. <laughs> God, that must be the worst. Oh, wait. Listen to clips of Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good. Okay. I, I do want to share my coworker who has a, like, uh, he's 11 year old son. Always is telling like the worst. She's the one that's always telling me don't have kids, Joey. Oh yeah, and I, yeah. I I've explained to her many times that that's not an immediate threat for me for many reasons. <laughs> but like she's always telling me don't have kids, and she's always sharing like the worst fucking stories about her eleven year old son. And and the other week he was asking for money for Roblox things. <laughs> See that I, that rules though. Yeah, but there's a part of me that's like that is actually very. Cool. She was just kind of like she was just kind of like I don't have any fucking money. What do you want from me? He's like, Mom, don't you know? If you were saving $20 a week in just a few years, you'd have millions. <laughs> no. Turns dude. out this kid had been sucked into a vortex of uh, financial guru oh, YouTube videos. He's watching Gary wow. Vee videos. Dude. <laughs> like, and that's like, that's why you shouldn't have kids. I don't think anybody is ready for their kid to be radicalized into like a finance. It's like entrepreneurial what life. A, what a fucked up rabbit hole for your kid to end up down. I know everyone's like worried that like, like, like Momo, like scary videos on the internet it's like no they're gonna become the most insufferable <laughs> douchebags i like how you guys are like saving twenty dollars a week is like red pill type <laughs> crazy no, oh, but how, okay, like, okay money psycho. bags listen here adam is like 80 percent one of these guys so he's not gonna push back on this <laughs> so far i mean it sounds but it's a fucked up thing for an 11 year he also to condescend okay he also he also said you should ask your boss for a 100 dollar raise <laughs> Which is just okay, he doesn't a know. One hundred dollars. It's oh. a little adorable because one hundred dollars is absolutely just a number that a kid thinks is a pretty good number. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't so know it's like it's like how does he think? Like is that an hour or I just was, like I a don't year? Know. <laughs> I don't know what he thinks. Just just a gift card. Yeah. Just straight. All up. right, mom, you gotta make your money work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about Florence Foster Jenkins. Okay. Sorry, okay. I just I've, I've been thinking FFJ. about that. That happened like a month ago, and I've been like, I gotta share this with my friend. Yeah. I keep forgetting. I don't know what Roblox is, but for another time. <laughs> 
it's it's like Minecraft kind of. Okay. Yeah. That's the short answer. That's yeah. the block and part. It's, yeah. It's mostly wrong, but it is a it's good answer. Kind of. I mean, Do spiritually you know, similar. It's spirit it's the third to Minecraft yeah. Jumanji. Yes. Okay. Okay. Narcissa Florence Foster. That's Narcissa. her full name. Narcissa. Oh my Narcissa. god, poetic. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. That, that doesn't feel like it's looking <laughs> he, looking you in the face a little too <laughs> much. Though. I guess I didn't realize that. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Narcissa Florence Foster. Uh she was born 1868 in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Uh, we're talking once again about Pennsylvania royalty. All right. All right. Our favorite type of person. Uh, rich, rich family, if you mm-hmm. couldn't have guessed that from the fact that she's a bad opera singer. Yes, successfully. She's a sing- <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, where was this recorded? So that was a recording she did on her own dime, but famously Florence Foster Jenkins did a concert at Carnegie Hall that sold out wow. 2,800 seats and with 2,000 people vying for tickets outside. Okay. Jesus, it's, but no, like an iron. I mean, an ironic thing. Yeah, the, she invented cringe. It's like a William Hung kind of. It's, yeah, it's, it's, this it's is the first William Hung, and yeah. I look set forty episodes from now. I'll be like, it's the spiritual sequel, <laughs> yeah. the William Hung yeah. episode. <laughs> Although the William Hung thing is more mm, racist. Yeah, probably. it feels like that's in there. The William sure. Hung thing is probably a little bit meaner than the Florence Foster. Because yeah. what it comes down to, what Florence Foster Jenkins is a weird rich lady who had, like, as a vanity project for herself, thought she was a talented soprano opera singer. Sure. Well, it sounds like she can sing okay, and she just could have been a person who sings, like, not, like, at a professional level, but just, like, you know, like, oh, you know, she's fun at karaoke, you know? I would she say, could have ruled karaoke. I would say that... Is it uh, worse than I think? I think she's... I'll play another recording a little bit later that's a more simple song, because obviously that aria is pretty complex. Yeah. Uh... She could have picked easier songs, but when she did pick easier songs, she also was not exactly okay. crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. it's, it's like it's like how you think you sound in your head versus... <laughs> that's probably a big part of it. That's yeah. probably the first time she heard a recording of herself. Although when she did hear that, she was like, perfect. That's great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Not not a person Unflappable. that doubted herself much. Uh, yes. Yeah, so wealthy Pennsylvania royalty family. Uh, her dad, Charles Foster... Uh, does sound like the guy from the movie, doesn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, that. that's ringing a bell. <laughs> uh, he was an attorney uh, who just also just had money. They were like landowning Pennsylvania family. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the pride of Wilkes, of Willsbury. Did, Wilkesbury. Did you say the I've heard year we're in? Uh, 1868 she was born. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. The majority of her like concert career comes much later in her life, in like the 1930s and 40s. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, anyways, she is, if you can believe it, a child prodigy of piano. Uh, okay. okay so it's not that she has no musical knowledge it's just uh she pivots to singing singing at a certain point so in her life think that would really help with the singing you would think so yeah. huh mm-hmm. yeah. but you know the fingers <laughs> the fingers know but the tongue don't yeah. <laughs> as i've always yeah said. yeah Thank as, you as our gym teacher as always creepily said <laughs> just think hearing the right pitch enough you'd like kind of know when yeah. your singing's not there yeah yeah you at least even if you can't get there you could at least be like well i'm not achieving it like, right. Like, right that was not no. for her okay uh so yeah as i said she's a talented pianist she goes by a little uh, sorry little miss foster is her stage name she performs at the white house okay for president I've rutherford hayes probably one of the least impressive presidents you could play for maybe but you know sure i mean at the time he's probably big, big <laughs> well, news he, he was, <laughs> at the time he was the president yeah, yeah. So it was pretty big he's tickling those ivories right 
Uh, but yeah, big music gal. Uh, she wanted to go to Europe to study music. She was Charles's only child after her younger sister died. At 16, she wants to go to Europe to study music, and Charles is not having it. Sure. Charles doesn't want it. He's, he forbids it. He won't finance the trip. So what she does instead is she elopes with an older man named Dr. Jenkins. <laughs> Dr. <Whoa>. J. <laughs> Dr. Dude, J. Do, do Dr. Want, from downtown. <laughs> Dr. Frank Thornton Jenkins. You do not want your daughter eloping with Dr. Jenkins. <laughs> you do not, because that marriage did not go very well for her. Yeah. How, how much older was this gentleman? Uh, he was 30 and she was 17. Yeah, that's not a... Uh, like, let's move away from your, all of your support and family. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, imagine just fucking a 16-year-old and you're like, I'm I'm in love. I'm wrapped. Yeah, yeah. She probably plays, plays the piano pretty good. Yeah, she's all right. It helps. Serenade, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's not justify. And then she starts saying, okay. "Yeah, yeah." Well, let's yeah, not, no, let's not justify this predator's behavior. <laughs> yeah, well, probably not. Like probably we not. all see what he saw, right? <laughs> well, we don't know <laughs> too much. Nothing yeah, about no, it. Yeah, we don't know too much about them. They move to Philadelphia together. Uh, they do separate at one point. They never actually divorce, although Florence would claim that they had divorced in 1902. Uh, there isn't any real evidence of this. They, no, just, they just decided to not be married. They just, that's, yes. Even when, uh, when Florence would go on to kind of marry another man in her own weird way. Uh, yeah, they were, she was always married to Jenkins and she kept the name obviously cause she's Florence yeah. Foster Jenkins. Yeah. Color me intrigued on her own kind of way. I have a question. <laughs> so she eloped and then went to Philadelphia. Like she didn't go to Europe. I thought yeah, the whole reason she eloped was for like Europe financing time? to go study music. No, I think she I think she gave up on the Europe dream and then <laughs> settled Damn. on the Europe of Eastern I, Pennsylvania. I wonder if her uh, the her husband twice her age talked her out of it at all. <laughs> well, I have so, something to do with he's it. He's so smart. He must know better. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a smart guy who's marrying a teenage yeah, girl. He has so much more experience than she, than she does. Uh, he sure he certainly did have more experience, yeah. Cosmo, because. Uh, Florence Foster Jenkins walked out of this marriage uh, dead broke, disowned by her father, and with syphilis. Jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, but I guess it's potential, possibly, that she didn't get it from Dr. Jenkins, but she fucking got it from Dr. Jenkins, yeah, that's, dude. Yeah, I mean, you can tell. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you hear a guy's name, you can tell. Syphilis, obviously, is a treatable disease. At this time, not... Really harder to get treated. Harder to treat. Uh, the treatment at this time was mercury and arsenic. So it did uh. not work. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, you could say coin she, flip, it kills you. So you could say she had syphilis and was constantly <laughs> being poisoned. What the... F- Does this, it actually... Work? Can you no, kill? Can you didn't. kill stuff you need like antibiotics for by just po- like just poisoning yourself? So obviously this is pre antibiotic. Yeah, although yeah. it emerges at some point, penicillin is invented during her lifetime. Sure. It's just that she's in like a late stage of syphilis at that point. Okay, so it, it truly there was not a treatment. There for was syphilis. not. They, they were just, like, we could poison you and see if that kills the germs. Babe. Man, why does why is medicine the only science that seems like if they got it wrong in the past? They did the opposite and just killed you fast. Yeah. Like we can try and cure yeah. it, but we might kill you fast. Even antidepressants now, they're like, if in the early stages, uh, if they're not working, they might make you kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it feels like these doctors were like stupider than people with no knowledge of medicine. <laughs> I think we take for granted how much we just passing in passing baseline. know about the body. Mm-hmm. I do think that because I mean, look, if if you just 
left me to guess. If you give me an alien species that I know nothing about, right? Yeah. I might give a mercury and arsenic to try I to guess it's them. a trial and error thing with yeah, medicine, but absolutely. God damn. Would you just start putting leeches on them? You know what I mean? The, I, the leeches thing makes sense to me on Actually, a spiritual level. <laughs> no, those, those, uh, they still use those places. I, yeah, I, yeah, medical leeches. Yeah. They still use medical leeches? I they, think they do. They're leeches with little stethoscopes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the they're leeches, so cute. The leeches are also doctors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like my colleagues well, here. Not te- yeah. not certified. They're uh, <laughs> turn your head and cough. They're PAs. But they're <laughs> yeah, basically they're, they good. shadow that. <laughs> so the uh, the end result of the syphilis is that according to some sources, Florence Foster Jenkins was fully bald by the uh, by, by her middle age. Syphilis makes you lose your hair? I don't know if that was that or oh, okay. mercury or the poison. You know, <laughs> uh, there was a lot going so on. So she was also a so it was a lifetime of mercury treatment on top of it. I mean, I'm sure it was off and on. I believe that it was like alternating between mercury and arsenic oh and other God. very bad things. <laughs> but yeah, she was by some accounts completely bald and wore wigs her whole life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jesus and was Christ. like very self conscious about it. because uh, it wasn't cool and sexy like it is now. Yeah, yeah exactly. I cool thought wigs were cooler then. Wigs were, yeah, I guess wigs yeah. were pretty cool back then, too. Yeah, you're right. Never more mind. so. Yeah. I think there's been a couple years where wigs weren't in. Yeah. <laughs> the early odds. Yeah, kind of uh, yeah. 72 to 4. Yeah. If you look at the time, if you look at the course of Earth's history, the time when wigs weren't cool is like a blade of grass on a football <laughs> yeah, yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to zoom out and get some perspective. Yeah, man. Big history we're talking about. <laughs> Another side effect of the syphilis might have been, and this is a theory might have been that she lost her ear her musical ear that is oh oh just her like her ability to hear and understand pitch especially coming from her own mouth okay so whatever being tone deaf is yes that happened yeah ear is just like a a term that you'll hear occasionally with that but yeah yeah uh not confirmed and it also might have given her tinnitus in some way i'm gonna be honest hearing hearing her sing though i don't feel like she was tone deaf i feel like she is not a good singer but you could see her like you know do trying to do the runs and stuff like like yeah but she thought it was good well that's that narcissic coming coming through (laughs) maybe you think she just could i mean there's people that can't hear that manage to talk in a decipherable manner (laughs) i mean she you know she's heard enough before that maybe she's truly just yeah has some enough muscle memory to get close-ish yeah but it doesn't have the ear as far as I can tell, she was never a good singer. Okay. Uh, although early, her earliest recitals, which there weren't any like professional critics at, get kind reviews, mostly from friends of hers. Yeah, uh, like they're like, "We, she's just so wow, this wow." Yeah. Yeah. She's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way I know in a lot of really nice comics. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh she's, boy, I just love how you had the courage to get up there. <laughs> Have we gotten to yet? Uh, of course, she gives up on her piano dreams after an arm injury. Damn, oh. dude. She's yeah. getting fucking whomped. <laughs> Beat the hell up. Yeah, she's going to get a lot of money in a second for doing basically okay. nothing. So don't worry about All her. Right, She'll be okay. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, so she she gets out of that relationship, and then she moves with her mother to New York City. I don't know if her mother, Mary Jane, is not with Charles anymore. Charles doesn't sound like a great guy who you want to hang out with all the time. Back then, yeah. splitting wasn't... Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm married. He lives. We haven't seen each other in four years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not familiar with this dynamic exactly. Well, doesn't but... it seem like a thing people would do? Well, getting divorced was like like super so taboo. taboo, and also I think just like difficult. Like we're talking about like she didn't get divorced because just like mm-hmm. it's like there's like ten people on the plan that know we're married. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you just gotta walk no away record. from it. Well, no, because she was a well known lady in society. You see. 
Oh. Being a member of the upper crust, if you look at Ford Foster Jenkins' Wikipedia page, the first and the first like title she has is American Socialite. Wow. Uh, yeah, and that is what? basically what she is doing with the first 60 years of her life before her singing career becomes like a public thing. Wow. She's a socialite. She's planning the part. Galas, balls. Oh, galas and balls at the wazoo. Show, hmm, I can't think of a third. I could either. Hmm. <laughs> I shouldn't have interrupted Galas you. and Met Galas and, <laughs> and Yankee uh, Galas. Um, All the other New York. Okay. <laughs> but she's, she's also very involved in like the arts scene in New York. She moves over there. Uh, oh, I should say, I suppose that uh, after her father's death in 1901, so she's like 32 years old okay. around this time, just has moved to New York with her mother. Uh, his father starts giving her post posthumously an allowance like a quarterly inheritance oh that's nice yeah paid out although it's also very not trusting <laughs> it's a it's little a little insulting it is it is very not trusting well, really it also guy, was it probably went all over the place right like like i'm sure his money was going a lot of places. but instead of a lump sum giving someone like uh, a, I, a, a yeah. slow drip yeah. yeah and also uh it's specifically stipulating that the money goes to her and not her husband or any future husband well, that is good. Probably. That is yeah. good, yeah. and probably had to be legally specified at that time. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it's uh, she's getting this money. So not only she's moved to New York and is now has been kind of undisowned. She's got an allowance, and she's able to make a splash in the the upper crust, the social scene with all the ladies of the of the New York wave. This seems fun. This seems awesome. It, it seems. I want to get a huge allowance and just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So here's what here's what she was doing. You look with good that. with a martini glass in your hand. I pal. think so. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. This is the fucking life. Are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a this is a good way to live your for, life. For sure. Just being rich and putting on little shows yeah. with your friends being rich and drunk and bad at singing <laughs> yeah uh she was also really into a, a popular medium at the time it was called tableau vivant living tableaus uh basically you know you know paintings oh yeah, yeah. what if we did photos of them <laughs> Uh, and then it's like separate art. It's like you get credit as the person who took the photo of no, the painting. I mean, it's it's a replication. It's uh, it's you know when people talk about how vapid Instagram influencers are these days. Yeah, they gotta understand that this is this was a hundred years ago, and we were just taking pictures of ladies <laughs> and like dressed up like Roman goddesses and what. Wait, okay, so we were we were like making people look like they were painted, then photographing them. Yeah, yeah, okay. oh, well, that seems cool. It's cool enough. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. It's fine. It's fine. I thought you were saying like they would take like someone would paint a painting and they'd take a picture of it and then be like, look what I did. Oh no no no! no, no. <laughs> she is. I stole the painting it, soul. Yeah, I got, yeah. Your, I got your soul back. It's trapped in this Polaroid. That's not Vivant. That's just un tableau. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong language. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she would be posing at all these like costumes and whatever's uh her favorite was an angel these angel wings if you ever look up any picture of florence foster jenkins she is wearing these angel wings that she would sometimes wear out and about or on stage oh no on stage i think makes sense it Just sure like does at the store <laughs> yes uh and that was from a painting i want to get the name right it's called the angel of inspiration visits stephen foster 
Uh, Stephen Foster being Stephen Foster her husband at the time. <laughs> no, Stephen Shady Foster Hedden. was a famous American composer mm. unrelated. Who wrote, who wrote? She would always claim that she was related to him. This was he was in the past. <laughs> you oh, know, he was in One the past. People. Uh, he wrote it's such. Okay, my cousin's in the past. I can say that. <laughs> yeah, rest, rest in peace. <laughs> he wrote such bangers as Camp Town Races and Oh Susanna. Oh, dude, lying for clout that you're related to <laughs> Camp Town Races. <laughs> Town Races doesn't feel like a song that someone sat down and wrote. Yeah, dude, ah, dude, ah. <laughs> dude, ah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a notepad. He's like looking at a creek, right? And he was, he was like, Camp Town Ladies do do no. And what do I gonna, say? Yeah. The doodah had just been invented. Yeah. <laughs> People j- just realized that you can sing without words. Wow. <laughs> it's funny to think that all of these fucking stuff, like froggy went to court and it was like <laughs> written by a guy it's very funny right so someone's just like oh, i bet all my money on a bobtailed nag and steven foster's <laughs> like i gotta go <laughs> i got myself with that one yeah was it was, i wasn't ready for myself oh uh, yeah the Florida foster jenkins is just an extravagant lady she wear not only does she wear the the angel wings around she also was known for just dressing so fuck she would wear rings on every single finger including her thumb mr t <laughs> like mr t <laughs> she was the mr some would call her the mr Mrs. t yeah. of her time <laughs> mrs f <laughs> <laughs> she uh, oh yeah speaking of mrs f she did insist on being called the lady florence the lady florence mm. If anyone is like insisted on being called their a nickname, it's like, come on. Like, <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that insistent. There was something to like the she gets a lot of respect for these people, and you have to imagine it's because she's spending a lot of money for them, right? Yeah. Could be. It's gotta be that's it's gotta be because she's she's funding all these arts clubs and yeah. shit. Uh oh yeah. What one fun detail that I, I learned about her is that she used to wear this this fur called the Persian lamb. And her her line about it was was doesn't is this incredible? Isn't this a wonderful fur? And I got it for only twelve dollars. And everyone would be like, "Wow, oh my god!" And it totally looked like she got it for cheap. <laughs> oh, it's so it. Wait, okay, and twelve dollars yeah, is, $12 is, is that a lot of money or it's little not money? a lot of money for a fur. So, so she had an ugly coat that looked cheap and people pretended that it wasn't cheap because she was walking around being like can you believe that i got this uh, for cheap it's an emperor has no clothes kind of situation right so then that might help uh, contextualize how people mm-hmm. were reacting to her yes. singing so she's well. rich and tacky oh she's the tacky but people loser. around yeah, her yeah. are like They're like oh my yeah, god they're playing I into she's rich enough to be tacky i think I, the sure. takeaway that i've gotten sure. from this and then when it gets exposed to a wider audience <laughs> That's when people start LOL. It really is an emperor has new clothes yeah. situation because the the young child, the the, the modern consumer was able to <laughs> see that she's awful. Yeah, <laughs> but the upper crust was too entrenched in it to to mention anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, she's she's got all that money, and it's around the same time that her father dies that she meets a young actor younger than her so she's Thank god she's flipping the, she's the grasshopper becomes problematically younger than her no she's 19 he's 11 44 and 33 oh okay yeah right so much better yeah uh his name is saint Clair. no oh, i'm sorry <laughs> sorry that, i can't believe i lost his name i'm so sorry about that. his name is saint Clair. his name is saint Clair bayfield <laughs> Wow, I mean, which I don't, like two cities. Yeah, it seems like an <laughs> intersection. Yeah, like, like a like a, like a hi- off on the highway. You know, I've seen a people, co-op football team. Yeah, I've seen people, mostly very famous people, with like Saint in their last names, and that seems crazy enough as it is. Yeah, right? first name, first name Saint Clair. Fucking wow! Wow, okay. uh, a British actor, a fancy lad with no money. 
Oh, fan. So he's kind of in this world, but like kind uh, of raised in er- to an er- aristocracy, but then he ended up not getting any money from it, so he just kind of fucked off to New York. So he's kind actor. of like a Hollywood royalty, but a bum. He's kind of like a Pete Davidson, <laughs> <laughs> the Pete Davidson yeah. of the early of the twentieth century. Yeah, yes. okay. Saint Clair, Saint Clair Bayfield. I'm having such a hard time remembering his name. I literally looked at it all day today, <laughs> trying to remember like Saint Clair Bayfield. Saint Clair. If you get one thing, yeah. Well, you started saying it correct and we were just like he's wrong he's looking at the wrong part of this page what, what was the neck tattoo of the time for this pete davidson like oh, man what is the equivalent That's of a neck tattoo maybe having one button unbuttoned <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like like one glove <laughs> like, <laughs> just lost the other one yeah and he was pretending it was a fashion statement yeah, your hank your kerchief untucked <laughs> like so they have a they have an interesting relationship uh they are common law married uh as Sure. She would often be like, this is my husband, which I don't know if you guys know this. If you just do that often enough, that person becomes your husband. They presumably have to say it back. But <laughs> I thought it had I thought it had to do with living together for a certain amount of time. That is part of it. You I would think. think so, but they did not live together. Hmm. She did pay his rent, but she lived with her mother across town. What a deal, man. Yes. So <laughs> you get your own pad. You get- <laughs> I mean, I sorry to be crude. St. Clair Bayfield must have had an extraordinary pipe game. I mean, no, no, okay, I mean <laughs> he was, he, he, dude, he, this guy fucked himself into an older lady imagining her quote singing career. Yeah. That was the exchange. <laughs> she paid the rent. He managed her career. I mean, I get, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a heavy price to be like, he, yeah, okay, we should rehearse it one more time. All right. <laughs> From the top. It feels like a guy who approaches you at the mall and is like, you could be a model. And it's like, <laughs> all right, you're just buttering me up, pal. Yeah, but then she, like a girl actually believed him, and he's like, fuck, we have to make... <laughs> I have to build a singing career for her. <laughs> uh, yeah, so pretty good for him. He also was having an affair for the entire time they were together. Not the entire time, but a good portion of it, and Florence probably knew about it. St. Clair. One of the best sources about... Uh, about Florence's personal life is actually from the other woman who literally has stories about like, yeah, I had to hide in a closet when she came over one time. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's like very, very trifling. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon that. That was when closets had moths. (laughs) Right, yeah. Before the mothball was invented. It's the biggest thing since the mothball was invented. They used to, before sliced bread came out, they used to talk about how revolutionary the mothball Wait, is was. Is a mothball like a, like a little trap for moths to eat? No, it's a stinky are? ball that stinks them away. Mm-hmm. It has a very oh, distinct odor. Them away. You got to stink away a moth, buddy. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. This yeah. is why you always have all these clothes in your clothes. <laughs> well, I was going to say they've been living in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you broke. That's because you were broke ass. <laughs> yeah. Every time Cosmo enters my apartment, it's like Bambi walked in with fucking moths yeah, flying away. Spiders <laughs> crawling around. I have been me. meaning to ask you why you keep charging us a cover to enter your apartment every time we record. <laughs> yeah. The fumigation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sort of a catch-22. Yeah. If you stop taking the money, you won't be able to fumigate. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bugs come from yeah. Yeah. anyways oh boy that's a comp that's a joke that isn't funny to anybody else probably <laughs> so more on more on florence's social life uh like i said she's a patron of the arts and uh she kind of walks ass backwards into starting her own <laughs> opera club Basically, uh, she is one day being like, yeah, I might, I might start my own club one day. And people are like pushing on her like, well, what's it going to be? What's it called? Uh, and she's just like, she freak, she panics and thinks of the first opera person she could think of. And she starts the Verdi Club. 
after Giuseppe Verde. So by club, okay. you mean she's opening like a business that? Yeah, what does that mean? Because uh, I was, I was, it's it like, a, it's like a, uh, it is. I mean, a club in a pretty traditional sense of like they're great there at here. We're having a bank sale, so we can well, put well, on a production of Rigoletto. I was picturing like, like, like your school being like, it would be fun if we had like a Spanish team. It's, like, kind of, like, it's more like that than you would think. Okay, <laughs> just an organization dedicated the, in the Verde Club. Uh, I'll find their mission statement real quick. It was about putting on grand opera performed in English, fostering a love and patronage of grand opera performed in English. Mm. Okay. At one point it had over 400 members. So it was not, it wasn't nothing. I guess just an adult club is confusing to me because I feel like it has to be tied to like <laughs> it is a tie- university or like a <laughs> me, like something. And they're like, putting on opera productions. <laughs> Adam is pointing at a club soda that he has. I guess sort of a joke just for his co-host because <laughs> he did it silently. It's an adult club. <laughs> It's the soda that only adults could drink. <laughs> Interesting choice of joke. It's like the opposite of tricks. Club soda, just for adults. I, I'm so easy to think. Because it's did, not good. I'm so easy to think I did something wrong. I brought you that, and I thought you were pointing out, like, this isn't what I asked for. I was like, oh, God, I'm 45 sorry. minutes later. <laughs> the Verity Club is putting on productions. Every October 8th, they would celebrate Giuseppe Verity's birthday by putting on a full opera. Mostly in English, from what I could tell. What is I don't a, know. That constitutes a mission. full opera. Well, they write the whole thing. And they, then you okay. The How, even, is it they like even three, say all the swears. <laughs> is it a full opera, like a number of songs or like acts? or I, I don't know well, shit the, about opera. Opera's a play, so the whole play. Okay. Yeah, the whole story. Okay. Yeah. But it's probably common for them to sometimes just do like a sampling of songs. One hundred percent, because most yeah. of these are like three and a half, four hours long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, look, I I tried to get into opera in high school. I was like, maybe I'm this type of guy. Boy, was I not. Yeah, you were a man. Were you searching? <laughs> you get to opera. Look, I like music. I like all types of music. I don't like scratchy recordings of <laughs> of sopranos like barely singing. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Hey. Sorry to all our opera fans. If you're a fan of opera and a fan of the American Journal of Losers, boy, are you doing something wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, one of those (laughs) things needs to go quickly. (laughs) So, yes, she's a part of the Verdi Club, and she does perform with them occasionally. This is where we're getting some of those earliest, like, she's good from her friends, mostly. (laughs) Yeah. Some people even suspected some of the the write-ups of her recitals at this time were written by herself. Ooh, there's a a rumor uh, in the rumor mill, and I can can cut this if I need, but... uh, Mm -hmm. There was an article about a Chicago comic, and uh, some comics told me, this was, I think, a few years ago, but it was a, a running theory that this comic wrote the article herself, and it was published in, like, a Chicago thing. Oh, yeah. A write-up of, like, her or her show? I think of her, yeah. Her, yeah. Well, I, like I, as, like, a performer spotlight kind of situation? I can't even remember the name. I could talk to, I could get it, but, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but uh, that's a theory. The electrifying performer takes the stage to <laughs> I think uproarious it was very, maybe applause. Yeah, just due to how how grandiose it was. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love I love this being like a fucking slime ball, dude. Oh yeah, I mean if you're gonna <laughs> cut a few <laughs> corners, you got to cut them all. I really just do go like, for it. Like there's something I look up to it about just like being a, the worst fucking snake possible. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> bring myself to be mad about what she did yeah, <laughs> i'm yeah. kind of i'm kind well, of it like it hurting yeah. it's not like she was like and then d- the other comics fucking sucked. 
So she wrote these articles, potentially. Potentially. Uh, sorry, I did lose my place on that. It is funny that she was so bad at singing that like any positive review is like questionable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not a chance. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, some of the some of the the way people have written about her over the years, especially like retrospective, who've been like, "What is she doing wrong?" And one guy was just like, "It's hard to say because it's everything. <laughs> She's there's not a single note that she is hitting correctly. Her tempo is completely off. It's all bad. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, also, this is just a fun little fact. Uh, one of her weird eccentricities as a performer with the Verity Club slash the patron, the Soprano Club owner, as she called herself, a very strange name. Uh, one of the, one weird thing she does is they do the they do the opera Aida, uh, but she refuses to do the brown face. Oh, <laughs> oh all right. <laughs> Which is a weird like she did it out of vanity because she just didn't want to paint her face like that. Oh, but she weirdly ends up on the right oh, side of history well, there. Well, unless it's the kind of thing where she's like, I don't want to be mistaken. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I don't want to look like them. But like, I yeah, I think it was more like I just need to show my own beautiful face and I don't want all that crap on me. All right. Mm. She, had, uh, she keeps backing herself into some W. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, let me tell you this, guys. My high school did Aida, not the opera. There's like an Elton John version of it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> hey, let me tell you. What color Elton John? This? <laughs> El- he wrote the music. He's not in it. I see. Elton John wrote like a rock opera version of Aida. Uh, and when my high school did it, and I'm not in the theater, so I can talk this, all the shit I want about this, uh, The those white kids did get themselves some pretty hefty spray tans. Oh, man. It was not, but it was also like, yeah, well, we're playing Nubians who are out in the sun all the time. I was like, you're playing Nubians? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is wild where it's like, no one is even thinking about this five years. Like, it's like, how is it like, the <laughs> it doesn't so new to be like, oh, we shouldn't wear people's skin as a costume. <laughs> The fucking Justin Trudeau's dad is the president of fucking Canada, and he's like, he lo- he's having the, a ball doing it, man. He just has a picture of my dad. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, enough about enough about. I have another story yeah. about my high school theater doing uh, racial makeup, but I'll save yeah. it for another episode. Enough of our SJW wokeness. At <laughs> uh, this time, she gets in contact with a pianist named Cosme McMoon. Who becomes a trusted accompanist for her? Such a made-up name. That feels like such a looking around the room. Here's okay. what's going on. One of those names is oh, basically my name. <laughs> put him on the spot late at night. The stars were out. What's your name? Uh, Cosme Mc- McMoon. Well, McMoon is like well, he looked at an, an I, okay. Irish boy kicking I, a can. I have no <laughs> flashing his ass. <laughs> I have no explanation for Cosme because that's a fucked up name. And anyone who had a name Italian. Even, I, Anyone who had a name even similar to that, I would despise. Well, Cos- uh, Cosme Medici is one of the famous one of them. One of the famous Medici's. <laughs> you started. You started off so smart and promising. And then you That's a famous Italian family. With one of them that we're all familiar with, <laughs> and I uh, don't need to know anything else about. His uh, name originally was McMunn, but he grew up in Mexico, so it actually is just the mispron- the Hispanic mispronunciation of McMunn. Oh, oh, yeah, McMunn. Okay. Hmm. So I, I can see going. Now it's kind of now it's kind of cool, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it's kind of like oh, people just you just grew up being called McMoon. Well, it had some real like flower child kind of hippiness to it before knowing now that. Now it's just gone. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cosby McMoon. Uh, honestly, listening to some of these recordings, he is doing a good job of like <laughs> matching, slowing down to get to, to, to like play with the worst singer I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, Cosby McMoon would also for a long time say Florence was in love with him. 
bro. That is so mm. funny. She totally wants me, dude. <laughs> she, she might have. Yeah, maybe. She might have. I don't know. Uh, but just because I, it's been too long since we, we've heard her beautiful voice, I would like to play not an opera piece, an original composition by Cosme McMoon oh, oh. that she sang and they did a recording of together. Hmm. It's called Like a Bird. See, he can play. <laughs> Damn, okay, he's saying she's in love with him. He's the one writing songs and letting her sing, <laughs> yeah, on, right. sing on Letting him. her ruin his... <laughs> it does feel like in Popeye one, like, like, like pan over to, like, olive oil in the shower. <laughs> he's just, like, getting, like, someone knocks on the door and she comes out. So, yes, they record this. She makes some... Rec- She's singing like a bird. Sorry. <laughs> Has anyone like pitch fixed this so we can hear what it was supposed to sound like? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like the way they remaster Star Wars a, every two years. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh, dude. This makes me feel better about karaoke, which I never do. Maybe I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can just be regular bad and it's fine. Yeah. I mean, if you're not like approaching this level. I mean, dude, I could listen. Bad singing with confidence. I crack up every time. I think it's so funny. Yeah, the type of bad singing where like they're really trying. Oh, God. Hey, shout out to the, the Aussie Girls Choir on TikTok. Check them out. <laughs> we got the funniest fucking thing. It's these seven girls who like get into choir formation and they... <laughs> straight face are singing they they hit the wrong notes every time it's so incredible they're all bad singers in their own distinct way is it like audibly okay. australian is that can you <laughs> hear can is, you hear that part or i don't think they're all australian oh, well there's definitely one australian <laughs> i happened to uh when i was in australia there was a, a a gal i went to school with who was on like the australian the voice or whatever and uh i noticed People singing in English, it all sounds like American. Yeah. Like, did, did, nobody sounds Australian when they sing. A lot you know, of people I, lose their accents when they sing. I bet you just have a singing accent. But yeah. that would imply we don't have an accent. No, I think do. it's just, I think if you grew up in Australia and had that accent, you would be hearing like, oh, American singers sound Australian when they sing. You think singing is like its own accent? A little, a little bit. Cool, because also it's like there are definitely like musicians that you can tell. Oh, yeah. You know actually, I mean? it, like, it is like, actually there is something where they're like, oh, this guy sounds British. That's, yeah. And that's upsetting. Even the Arctic Monkeys. Like, I, just I, thought, yeah, I was specifically thinking of the Arctic <laughs> yeah, Monkeys. Yeah. Um, oi. <laughs> well, you got a fine fit bird there, love. <laughs> yeah, some guys are just too British to not sound it. Like, like a fucking the Oasis Brothers sound pretty damn British. Yeah. But like, I don't know. All right, so you kind of agree with me. I guess all I, I need. Yeah, people kind of, kind of. I talked myself into agreeing with you. Yeah. All right. Now, <laughs> what? Look, what's gonna? Ha- what am I gonna do? Anyway, she pays. <laughs> meeting Cosme McMoon. Cosme McMoon has the connections. She pays to have herself recorded. <laughs> uh, pays him. Uh, the recording record, uh, studio. Yeah, they, yeah. He, she pays to have. Yeah. You know, all right. Not him. He's like, make sure you record separate. Give me the unmixed version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want. I want my track. <laughs> 
I don't know if there was an unmixed version because according to <laughs> according to the people she worked with, she would show up and then five minutes later she was in their recording, would do one take and then be like, good, we got it. Well, I mean, uh, it is better than be like she spent all afternoon getting the take just <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That might have been like a, a, a rumor she put out after. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, I didn't even try. I wasn't even trying to make yeah, a, dude. a beautiful coloratura aria. <laughs> but also you you do that and you're like, well, we're not going to get a we're going to get a different version. It's not going to be <laughs> yeah. better. It, it is funny where it's like, I would like to hear her try to sing the same thing twice. <laughs> like, is this not, are you just kind of riffing here? Or is this? She's consistently flat in a way that makes me think that so, she could do something the same way. But she's but, just doing all these like these like runs and little flares and stuff. Or yeah. it's like it's like you're just ad libbing. You don't, you don't have this like written in your head how it goes. Definitely. Like, in like I mean, I think the the Queen of Night aria is probably pretty written out and standardized. But like like a bird, she could have sang that. Yeah, anyway. that's what I'm saying. That yeah, was an yeah. original song. Yeah, she could have yeah. just that. She could have owned that in any way. As yeah. someone that screamed in a metal band, I would often forget my lyrics that I, <laughs> that I wrote. And uh, that is very. I don't funny. know if anyone could tell, but I was just <laughs> like a bird. <laughs> it's indecipherable oh, anyway. That'd be so um, funny if I played that song and then I was like, "That's a this exact same lyrics for a song <laughs> I wrote when I was 17." <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she just makes these recordings for friends. She's selling them to the friends for two, bu- two bucks fifty. So how good of friends are they? Oh, good question. Interesting, dude. Two bucks fifty. She's selling these, uh, but but a sixth of the price of her of her favorite fur, and uh, she's like playing it for friends at these parties and everything. And she would literally play. <sighs> Like a professional so, Sopranos recording of the Queen of Night aria, you know the yeah, <laughs> and then she would play hers, and she'd be like, "So which did you like better?" No, <laughs> oh my god, and, and most she trolling. Guess which is one she of these trolling? doesn't have gluten? Bet you can. Yeah, it's like everyone points those same one immediately. They auto. Most people would say because they knew that they preferred her version. Dude, she's just got a bunch of yes men in her corner. Yeah, I know. Wow. She's got to get some. So has she been? Tra- well, she is paying their rent and fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> some of these kind of hard to argue. Yeah. That. That's not that's not fair to her, but yeah, she's in her seventies at this point too. So, so we really think that she thinks it's good, and she's this crazy doing this shit. There or- are so many conflicting theories as to whether or not she thinks that she was good. Uh, she there. I think there's enough. Like she is aware of criticism, right? Mm, yes. Here, no. Why don't we finish the story okay. and then we can debate this okay. exact point? Because there's so many like things where I like, well, that's too crazy. She's just like a a, a nutty lady. Yeah. Uh, at one point, she was in a taxi accident. She was in a cab that like crashed, and she screamed. And then when that she got home, beautiful. <laughs> she screamed so high. And then when she got home, she's like, I think I screamed a high F. <laughs> she was like, I hit a note that I've never heard before. That taxi accident unlocked a new oh, note. Oh my God. And she absolutely could not sing a high F. Very few people yeah. can comfortably. It's a high note. Oh, so she is fucking out of her gore. Kind dude. of, yeah. She's out. She got she got almost died in a car accident. And she's like, she's like, ooh, maybe. Well, I'm it, involved it, it, it stopped like, her from pressing charges. So <laughs> you know he is outside of her mind. <laughs> people scream a pitch in that area but you're not going to be able to like hit the 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 note part honestly because that, it's so finely tuned that f is so high i can't even imagine really screaming that okay <laughs> I, think, I could imagine like because i could like scream higher than i could sing for sure probably but not yeah. a note but like i couldn't hit a note it would it, it would be such a high yeah. pitch that I, the idea that i, I gotta hear i gotta hear me one of them high f's oh 
buddy, you, when you get home tonight, you're going to yeah. love it. I'm going to close the doors. One of my favorite notes. Light a candle. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sometimes I was listening to it for hours. <laughs> it's the opposite of the brown note. Yeah. It helps you when you're having diarrhea. <laughs> it kind of plugs it up. Honestly, if you tried singing it, you'd probably have to clench a lot of muscles. <laughs> right. we're, popping. we're taking a million years to get through this. Let's uh uh but these these recordings that she puts out, these 250 recordings, they do somehow leak out into the wide world. Um, probably someone at one of those parties where she was yeah. <laughs> playing them for people. Oh, and then, uh, it's hilarious. Is that why? Yes, yeah, it, it is. It's just insane shit talking. So yes. There's literally the conversation we're just having. Yes, they exactly. were having back We're not then. doing anything different it, than like, they were. She is outside ago. of her mind. She, yeah. Listen to this. She, yeah. She's crazy. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> so these 250 recordings start like <laughs> they make a, an additional print of them because people are buying them. It's just hotcakes. There's one review of it that I just adore that's says they cost 250 and they're worth more than their price in tequila or marijuana <laughs> which is also like what a colorful <laughs> what a colorful south of the border way <laughs> a couple of drugs more you got than there i'm not even sure i get that you know like, they're saying it's like it gives you a like a fun better high, high it's than, a better time yeah the, buying this record will give you a better time than the same price of hard drugs okay uh, hard drugs, hard drugs. <laughs> marijuana at that time especially yeah. like oh i'm feeling a little lightheaded yeah <laughs> Huh. 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 Interesting. This was in a publication? Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of like a fun there people are putting it on, they're laughing, they're mm -hmm. having a good time. And with all this new exposure, Florence decides it's finally time to take her act public. This is the big show. All it's right, time dude. to book Carnegie that Hall. Practice, practice, practice. So we, we got you, there. You, you book, you just have to put down the money. Put down the money. Is that yeah. Truly? That's it's, yeah. maybe it's not the same thing today, but uh, they say they talk about practice, practice, practice. You can just buy the space. Yeah, <laughs> which she did, uh, and sh she put down like two twenty five hundred on it or something. Okay, good amount at the time. I'd sure, say, but sure. you know big theater she sell that sell that puppy out she sold that puppy the fuck out yeah, like, in the beginning dude. there were 2800 seats all completely filled many of them with like celebrities at the time whoa uh, cole porter another like a composer who wrote a lot of popular songs at the moment was a big fan of her and would <laughs> i would he would see because he was in that circle he would see performances of her and then when he was watching her he would poke his toe with the k and so he wouldn't laugh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I uh, was just going to ask, do people snicker at these performances? People are laughing their fucking... Well, at at yeah. the Carnegie Hall performance, oh, okay. people are la like are losing their well, minds. Well, they're all there for that. Right. They're all yeah. there for... Exactly. Right, but yeah. the fact that she made it this far... Is this her... So this is her first public performance. Was Wait, Carnegie. This is the first one where she couldn't like keep the press out. Okay. So she, she'd been performing at these like recitals, but they were all like high-end, like, oh, who's going to see this? Were yeah. people laughing at those, though? Presumably, but probably less. Probably less, because she was probably not the only act built, right? Yeah. Like she has a part in Aida or whatever, and she's just in her regular white non-brown. Because well, like, like I think it's, it goes from this thing where it's like, it's like, oh, that's the crazy lady who's the head of this organization. She always casts herself. She sucks. Mm -hmm. To being like, this is viral sensation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, like this is cringe content you, in 1944. You think people disliked her to the point they weren't laughing because they're just they expected it that it wasn't yeah, funny because it was like, oh, we've seen. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's the way that like, like if your crazy boss open micers fun the first two times. Yeah, then, but what if my boss? What if you guys didn't know my boss and you saw them? fucking doing their worst open mic acoustic yeah, guitars that you've ever seen. How does she handle the laughter at Carnegie Hall? So, uh, again, the 
accounts are varied of of how she actually felt about it when she was seeing people. Supposedly, she sometimes thought, so Frank Sinatra had just become a thing. Okay. And when women saw Frank Sinatra back then, they were swooning. They were losing their mind. It was like the Beatles, you know, Uh where they were like screaming and losing their mind hysterical. (laughs) She thought that was what was happening. Uh. With all the people that were laughing at her. <laughs> I mean, we, we have, I mean, not to go back, keep going back to the stand-up thing, but we see people bomb who get off stage being like, Pretty, I crush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like your fucking crazy ass brain can like twist it to be like whatever you want it to be, kind of. Yeah, it's... It's crazy. I mean, people... Laughter, though, seems so telling. (laughs) Laughter seems like the opposite of sitting quietly enjoying music. (laughs) (sighs) People had to leave. Many people reported having to leave because it was a full concert of that. I would be losing my mind. I think it's... I listen to these recordings and I, like, snicker so consistently that if I had to watch an hour of that, I would, like be lost for breath. I, would I have feel to like I would get bored of it real fast. I'd, I would have like 10 minutes of fun and then be like, this is 90 minutes. You'd ride that Letterman wave though. You'd, you'd get bored with it <laughs> and, and then it'd get even funnier yeah, and then yeah. it'd get bored and funnier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also, I mean, she's always finding new ways to fuck up songs. It's yeah, like... She's probably saying fun little things between the songs. <laughs> and, uh, one of her, her... Does she fuck up the language on them too? That'd be fun aren't a lot of them in latin she doesn't enunciate very well especially in other languages that's one <laughs> intentionally I, w- I wouldn't either yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't know what the fuck i'm doing uh one of her big songs is clavelitos from carmen uh which she did while throwing rose petals all over the stage and apparently it was just such a fucking fiat the song the singing was bad the choreography was somehow even worse <laughs> and people were losing their minds so much and she took that as it's time to do an encore so she had cosme mcmoon her company yeah dude come and pick up all the rose petals between the just songs to do it again to do it again <laughs> oh, oh my god second verse same as the first <laughs> Oh, that is so god. It's just such a that is just such a bad understanding of what a good show yeah. it. That there's okay. just no and oh. I picking up rose petals just ruins. Yeah. Also oh, that they're like hard to pick up. I feel like it's took him a while. Yeah. Just the air in the room. A man in a tuxedo getting up from the piano and just like slowly quickly trying to gather these petals. God. Oh, it's beautiful. It's 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 beautiful. <laughs> it really is. So yeah, I mean, this is the debate, guys. I wish we had someone it's, like this now. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, this is what group chats were made for. <laughs> 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 like, like, <laughs> this is the first step towards adventure. Yeah, so, yeah. It truly is like probably one of the earliest examples of like cringe content I could pause. I could find. Yeah, I'd love to find out more. <laughs> Look, if there's more, if you got like caveman being like, "Have you seen Crocs cave painting? <laughs> yeah. Fucking check it out. He thinks he's fucking Picasso." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God, I mean, so that yeah, there's a real debate as to how could she not have known? Did she really like, you know, how could it, how could it yeah. be that you could be this bad to have people in hysterics watching your show and to really not know that you don't have, you can't do it. Well, it's probably like, I bet like, cause you do see people that are like so crazy like this where it's like, I bet she just focuses on any like positive she gets and any mm-hmm. negative is like, they're just jealous. So you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like you can warp your own. it's believable i think it's believable enough it's just that sometimes it stretches that credulity just a little bit the way she the way she probably knew but didn't know that um that man was having an affair her second husband 
I feel like some I just picture this type of rich person who just is like intentionally forgets what they know mm-hmm. in order yeah. to like maintain this like happiness. That does track. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many things in her, her the rest of her life that is like, yeah, she was a weird lady, you know? Yeah. She she wasn't all there totally. She'd been drinking a lot of mercury all her life. Oh yeah, you know? that is we keep oh, yeah. we keep being like, why was she acting irrationally? <laughs> she had enough. Yeah, it's seventy years of poison. So here's what we do know though: uh, they could not keep the reviews from her. Obviously, the media was welcome into this, sure. and they did get reviews. And when she saw the New York Post review, just being like, she didn't hit. She I, the New York Post, I believe, had the quote that said. She can sing a lot except for notes. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> what a fucking and wham. She pr- supposedly was very hurt by this. Oh. Which this does- reminds me of a note I found today that I wrote to myself. Uh oh. It was very hurtful. What? I, you, you, can, oh, can, man, did past, I don't know if I can include this. Did it past is, Adam fucking dig you a new one? I needed a ribbing and I gave it to myself. <laughs> well, let me hear it. Can we? I, can wrote, it. I wrote a note that says uh, if you're so good at writing material, why don't you have more of it? <laughs> yeah. That's me, baby. Like, why are you so mean to yourself? I mean, baby. Isn't that harsh? Yeah, that is harsh. That's Fuck. pretty harsh. That's a little, that's a little more switch than carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Yowza. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she takes it pretty badly. Uh, so that was her October 25th. She did that concert. Five days later, she has a heart attack. Whoa. Uh-oh. Within a month, she is dead. I was going to say earlier, our friend's just like, she's old. She can't handle, like, just give her good feedback killed by the reviews man maybe i don't know it's hard or maybe all the mercury in our skin yeah you know like she was 73 that timing yeah. is um it's it's rough it's not great i mean that's a real high to a real low yeah carnegie hall to the grave immediately wow. uh but you know she had a fun weird life i'm sure she she's all right you know? oh, i'm sure she had the best such a yeah. better life than <laughs> oh yeah what are you you want to, you want just because look this quote may be bullshit but we'll end on it because it's the happy note okay. instead of she died of sadness she, she, <laughs> she was quoted to a friend as saying people can say that i can't sing but no one can say that i didn't sing wow oh i love that probably bullshit though yeah i mean it is very i it's, mean it's incredibly like poignant sort of yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah, sure. Let's let let's let her die in, in happiness okay. here. She had a complicated life. <laughs> yeah, the complications of mercury poisoning. Is there information about her childhood? Wealth. Other than you mentioned, a younger sister died. Mm-hmm. Is that just par for the course back then? Other than her being Little Miss Foster, who played for Rutherford B. Hayes, I don't know if I found anything unusual. Okay. Her father seems like a dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it was just very wealthy and yeah, yeah, went around playing piano. <laughs> wealthy piano yeah, bro- the hurt, usual hurt her arm I, I don't even know how she oh, hurt her arm yeah mm-hmm. just arm arm stopped working real good so she pivoted to something <laughs> she absolutely could not do <laughs> oh yeah dude i mean this is quite the loser i must say like she had a good life and could not stop taking L's. It's, like it's funny until the point where you're like, "Am I Florence Foster Jenkins?" <laughs> is this podcast? <laughs> is that why people are listening? We to all it? have a little FFJ in us. Uh, yeah, so. unfortunately. Well, we don't have the wealth or the opportunity. Excuse to have it. Yeah. yeah. Look, if yeah. we're making Delusions. a cringeworthy podcast, at least it's only for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we're not like a limited audience to seeing it. 
Well, I think that by proxy makes all of you losers for listening, uh, but we really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Let's just be losers together. And yeah. Book Carnegie Hall and sell out a live podcast. Yeah, dude, we're doing a podcast <laughs> recording at Carnegie Hall. How much do we need to save? Someone look that up. Okay, I'll look it up. I don't know. If I, maybe you can't just buy it out like you could before. I don't know. I I. I mean, you're probably competing. If two people are willing to pay the same price, they're probably going to go with who they think has more artistic integrity. I mean, but I feel like it's on a Tuesday, fourteen thousand for Carnegie fucking Hall, <laughs> one <Yeah>. night only. <laughs> uh, base rate of fourteen thousand. I can't. Yeah, probably not a Friday. You know. Yeah, yeah I, bet, but, I bet it like maybe costs more to like staff like the snacks and stuff. But, like, <laughs> oh, you know, we gotta pay the concession. I wouldn't be surprised. I Is mean, that a ridiculous thing to suggest? Well, no, I just hadn't thought about the fucking. Guy. There's a lot of you're watching talks. an op. You're watching an opera, and a guy's walking down like hot dogs. <laughs> get your hot dogs. I guess I meant more like at the booth. I but mean, this feels like a very Lester Hemingway thing to do. But man, for fourteen grand. That is kind of the funniest thing we could do <laughs> as a podcast. If we start saving, I mean, it, that's less than I thought. <laughs> Episode 100. You would have be, to get a little press yeah. for that crazy. Yeah. Live yeah. at Carnegie Hall. Well, also just the idea that it's like the three of us and like five friends in the audience. As we're just like, who do you have this week, Joe? Like, <laughs> I mean, all right. I got some ideas. Adam's, Adam's putting away $20 over. <laughs> By the time we get to episode 100, we'll have it. Oh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, check us out online. Do all that good stuff. Be good to each other. And yeah. uh, keep taking L's. Yeah. It makes you a, a better person. <laughs> Bye. You-